you got quiet there. I thought you hung up on me. I was like, that, that just goes to show you how my, my, I need to go right back up and turn Pluto back on because that seemed to work fine for me. Turn, turn Pluto back you know, Yeah, I go back to see the world from above or something. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, I told you I was in a, you know, I was in a great mood until I turned this freaking new computer on and then it's just, it's just, it's ruined me. Well, shouldn't, the, shouldn't the new right. computer shouldn't the new computer make you feel better? Yeah, it would had it worked correctly. It's a piece of junk. Well, well, see now you got me scared. I need to go buy a computer and uh, uh, you know get the microphone and everything all so I can be professional. And uh, now I'm afraid this is going to be a piece well, of junk, and I'm going to be I don't disappointed. Know about, you know, I, I, yeah. There used to be a store called Best Buy. Oh yeah. Okay. We still got one. We still got one. Okay, well, ours closed, but but you know the one here closed. I used to live in Minneapolis. They were almost as many as McDonald's, and um, I think I probably told the story. Maybe I haven't. You know, I walked in about in two thousand in January of two thousand and sixteen. Right, that tells you how monumental it was. Right. Oh, yeah. Did you remember? Well, I bought a desktop in 2006 at Best Buy. Ten years later, in 2016, I was buying a laptop. And I went in there, and I told the kid I wanted the cheapest one he had. And he goes, dude, the cheap ones aren't that great. And and, and down on the bottom was these Dells that had, like, I I don't know, four gigs of RAM, I don't remember what it had, but but I when I explained to him, dude, the, the, the desktop I'm using is 10 years old. This thing's going to be like a Ferrari compared to it. <laughs> and he's there's no way you're using a 10-year-old desktop. I said, all the time. So <clears throat> I bought this computer, and I went on, on the web. I ended up buying eight gigs, on, went to Newegg and bought eight. Two eight gig sticks of RAM. I maxed the RAM out, reloaded the software, uh, the operating system, and it is the best computer. And I think I said a couple weeks ago how it's getting lines. Yeah, yeah, lines. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I'm getting these emails because it's a Windows 8 computer, and it says we're no longer going to uh, support this or whatever. You know what I mean? We're no longer going to going to uh support it well i used to put a lot of stuff on my OneDrive so i could get it on whichever computer i had you know what i'm talking about when i say microsoft OneDrive. no i don't but i'll anyway, pretend i do cloud-based system <laughs> and, and and i could access my stuff because it's saying your shit's too old because you need windows 10 and i went to windows 10 and it says this doesn't support that so so i gave in and i got this new laptop that on paper looks like it ought to be it's got a terabyte it's got 16 gigs of ram it ought to be and i reloaded the software the operating system to get all the bloatware off of it and it's just a hunk of shit man it wants to update and load and update and load and 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 like tonight when i'm ready to go it's not you you know jason he's always got it up update it update everything i'm doing all my stuff on a ipad that i bought in 2015 i don't know i gotta do none of that stuff you know it updates and updates it's but it's always ready to go well i've learned because some of that stuff they just quit updating it anymore 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I don't know, you know, but I, I was in a foul mood because I walked past, I'm in the basement. I walked past my old laptop sitting in the case, feeling neglected. Right. So I, I, I mirrored these things up. You know, I did some voodoo. So this thing, when you f- open it up, it looks identical to my old one. Right. Yeah. A little bit of nostalgia, you know, you know, right? Well, it's it's a, it's a it's a you know it's a way to put all your stuff on it. I transferred every single thing on my old laptop to my new laptop. It's just my new laptop. When I fire that bad boy up, she's ready to run. You know what I mean? It's like an old Nova or something. If you got a little gas in it, and it's going to run, might not run the best, but it's going to run. I got this new thing here, and it looks cool. It's like thin. It's silver, almost like a brushed aluminum looking, and uh, it's just you know it's all hat and no cattle. You know. So I tell Christy whenever she's talking about trading me in on a younger model, I'm like, look, it might look shiny on the outside, you know, but don't wait. We use this line in a song. How about this? Don't don't fall for the paint job. You better check under the hood. How about that? We just used that line in a song. What do you think about that one? I, you know, I, I listened to more country music the last 72 hours than I have in a long time. <laughs> and uh, every one of those songs I heard my kids listening to. I could have wrote. No, well, there you go. I got. I I can set you up with a writing session. Let's go. You know. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I can't spell. Remember. That's okay. We got spell check. We got spell check. Oh, what, uh, you had it, Stacy. Who had a question? State. Okay. So, so one of our favorite guests, Stacy yep. Brown, out of the blue last week. I, you know, I can only imagine how Stacy Brown goes through his life on a daily basis. Just, you know, head on a swivel, ready for the next, ready for the next thing he's going to shoot pop. a drop. Or, yeah. or what they used, they used to say, wait for the balloon to go up. Wait for the balloon to go up. They used to say, wait for the balloon to go up. That's when you know you're. Uh, let me, uh, I want to read, but I'm going to read this text I got from him verbatim. And um, Swiss says, he goes, I want to ask the howler, why do some men decide to pull their pants all the way down to their ankles at the urinal? Is it a territorial thing? And I said, and I ask, I go, okay, I'll ask him on the next show. And he said, I just witnessed this at the mall. I had a few words for the dude. But it just doesn't make sense. You know, he probably needs to go back to the country. Okay. He probably so two things struck me. The first thing struck me was was him him even asking me that question <laughs> makes me realize that I have failed as a human being. Okay. Because Two things could happen. You know, like my kids constantly, especially my boys, they have to go to their mom because they're so scared to ask me something, right? Yeah. Which is the way it should be. Exactly. So Took he the words should, right out of my mouth. He yeah. should have been scared to ask me that <laughs> for a half a second. And then I realized I should be flattered as a, as a, because 
I should be flattered that he is looking for me for, I don't necessarily call it wisdom, but I have been to at least a dozen county fairs. I've been to some state fairs. I've been to some axle greasing, some goat ropings. I've been to Amsterdam on Queen's Day. I've been to uh, London on on uh i can't even think of what that big holiday is but they got a big holiday it's not fourth of july don't don't screw up and ask them about fourth of july because they don't like it over there in england um i have been to uh france on their celebrate i can't even think i've been to two olympics i've been to two super bowls i've been to two pro bowls i've been to something else so to answer his question first of all it's gravity 9.8 meters per second squared it was it was proven in a guinea and feather tube and or uh uh what is it 32 feet per second per second or 9.8 meters per second squared so gravity is always going to want to pull those pants down right and for whatever reason those confused young men right it's a slippery slope you know you always hear about marijuana being the gateway drug them baggy pants is the gateway thing for them to I mean, next year they might not even be using a urinal. They'll be in the other bathroom squatting, okay? But what they really want to do is fluff their underwear out is what it started as, right? So they buy them pants about four sizes too small to where they have to go on their hips. The real gangsters do. Then they fluff their powdery underwear. You know, you should have asked him what, hey, what, what underwear these fellas had because I'm sure it was had a design on it, right? Well, I think they were down at their down at his ankles. Well, that's because <laughs> when he pees, it's got to fall because he can't hold it because the damn things are too too. He can't pull them up like normal people. Hey, listen, he's like you're you're thinking this is a young guy. He said this is a guy our in our age bracket and me and yours age bracket. Who should know better than to stand there with his pants down to his ankles? You're just you're assuming this is a, like a guy who doesn't have a belt, who's wearing baggy pants, you know, you know, trying to show off his butt. While he's well, if in that's the case, he might be baiting a trap. You know, it's a honey trap. He wanted <laughs> maybe that's maybe he should have been. Stacy should have been in condition orange or yellow or orange. I think yellow is a little, you know, not quite red because you don't know, right? <laughs> but when you're when you got your pants down in a bathroom, red is bread. So, uh, but it's probably condition yellow, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him. And another thing I'd say is, what kind of urinal is it? One of them trough ones, you know what I mean, where it's a whole big like you're peeing in a trough, or was it a, you know, a single urinal? There's well, just I a gotta- whole lot of. There's a whole gotta, lot of unanswered questions here. I got to think at a mall, it's probably just a regular urinal, right? I mean, troughs are. What was he doing for, at the mall, first of all? Well, that was kind of my question. Is I listen? I I'm a big fan of Stacy Browns. He's been on the show a couple times. If our listeners haven't heard the Patreon uh, episode of us debating the moon landing being fake, it's a great episode. I consider Stacy Brown, and, and I I. I know he's going to hear this. I'm not trying to butter his biscuit. I think he's one of the coolest guys that I that I know. You know, he's just he is who he is. No apologies. So he's rare per- in today's world. Yeah, he's a pretty so cool dude. He doesn't care. You know, if he's a little politically incorrect, he, he knows where he stands. And even if all of us don't agree with everything, you know, 
I respect everything that he says and does because I know he he means it, and that's the way he you know. So to me, like I I picture Stacy Brown walking up to this guy as he's with his pants down to his ankles and just kind of whispering in his ear, saying, "Dude, what's what's wrong with you, man?" This isn't the America that I live in where a grown man, you know, has his pants to his ankles. Pull your pants up and and collect yourself and finish your business and get out of here. And and I think Stacy might have mentioned it. Just kind of smack the guy on the butt and say, all right, good talk, man. Now, see, you you this is (laughs) this is why you think that way, because you're still in the 80s. What's that got to do with it? Well, because you know what? I'm telling you what. Every day I have a love-hate relationship with Twitter. Right? I don't I don't really get on there. I just put put, put because our Because there's so much craziness it. on there. And this is where I'm going with that is. There, I, I took my kids to State Fair this week, whatever day it was. A couple of days ago. Whatever day I tweeted the picture of the mules. Did you see the picture of the mules? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's where my head is. I'm over in the mule barn looking at jackasses and and draft horses, and that's where I want to be. But to get there, I had to wade through a plethora of trash, okay, that cannot be picked up because they're walking around on two legs. And there was a hundred times the old me, not really the old me, the subconscious me wanted just just look at these people and ask them what ever possessed them to be in the kind of condition they are in. But like you can't because you don't know who's got a gun, who's got a knife, who's, you know what I mean? There's just so many weirdos out there. I mean, that was probably some undercover cop setting a trap for somebody. You know? Could be. Could, you mean... <laughs> The dude with his ankles. Yeah. Don't you remember who was that? Who was that senator? From, oh, from uh, Minnesota. Was he no, from Minnesota? He was, he, no, he was from Idaho or Utah. And he was, but he was in the airport in Minneapolis going back to, back to his district. Yeah. Remember tapping his feet under the thing. So that was probably some undercover dude. It's probably some weirdo, right? Probably a cop that is a weirdo because I've met more weirdo cops the last couple of years than I have my whole lifetime. Okay, so he's there trying to tease, and if you take him up on it and he likes it, you're okay. But if you if you're appalled, well, then he's going to try to arrest you for being a weirdo, for solicitors. Solicitors, yeah. So it's probably just one big honeypot. So when I see some dude with his short pants around his short, his butt like that, you know, I just I steer clear of him because you just just the only thing you can do. I mean, that's just something you picture like a I think five-year-old kid doing because he doesn't know any better. You know? What did John Wayne say in the movie uh, Big Jake when he smacks the guy that's playing his kid and says, you might not respect your elders, but you're going to respect your better, right? I think <laughs> it goes the other way. Nowadays, you're going to have to respect your worse because that shit's contagious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you just got to stay away from everybody and just go right back to your 
your hideout because there ain't nothing but bad stuff. What was that? Don't you remember? And I hate to keep talking about movies, but what was the movie with um, Apocalypse Now when they get out of the boat to get some mangoes and they get a tiger and they're shooting and running the boat and shooting and running the boat and, and the, the old chef jumps in the boat and oh, uh, uh, the other guy jumps in the boat and the... 50 cal opens up and the M60 cleans up and the chef takes his helmet off those guys. It says, don't ever get out of the boat. And then Sheen's character says that, yeah, you don't ever get out of the boat unless you're going all the way. And then he goes back to Kurtz and Kurtz went out of the boat and went all the way. Right. (laughs) So any kind of confrontational man to man confrontation in a bathroom, men's room, we're ready to go all the way. Because if you say something, he's going to turn around and piss on you. So you can't even you can't even approach him because that's that's a freaking tripwire right there. He's got his gun. He's he's already got his gun out. Yes. As a matter of speaking. And then he pisses on you. You got monkey pox, and they're trying to figure out if you're a weirdo, and you're just going no. And some dude pissed on me in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, and then the nurse would be like, "Well, whatever your yellow showers are," and you're like, "No, I'm a victim here." <laughs> Oh, well, I hope that answered the question enough that nobody... I think it just it answers more questions. We probably lost listeners on that. I don't... Look, I think this episode might get forwarded. Some people say, hey, look, this is, this is a good public service announcement. I almost said some bad stuff, but I would hate to alienate the 82 followers I have. So <laughs> I did, you know. Oh, uh, this... this this uh, men's urinal public service announcement is brought to you by Stacy Brown, the Howler, and the From the Shadows podcast. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, don't uh, what we have. Don't, don't eat the urinal cake. Um, don't eat the big white mint. Um, <laughs> you know what movie that was? Oh, what was that one? I don't know. That was Roadhouse. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Anyway, he don't eat the big white man. Uh, so, so I, I, I saw something that um, that I was kind of uh, I was kind of amused by, but I was kind of impressed by. I uh, we took a real cr- quick two and a half day trip down to see my daughter in uh, South Carolina. Yep. Um, I'd wanted to actually meet. Uh, uh, we got a fan down there of the uh, of the paranormal side of the podcast. I think he likes both of them, but I, I'd been wanting to meet him. He's got some good stories he wanted to share, but I just didn't have time time to get down there. But we we went to so where she lives is Rock Hill, and near it is a place called Fort Mill, and these places have a have a bunch uh, or had a bunch of old cotton mills. Um, one was an old car factory. Just a bunch of big brick buildings that the town rather than tearing down is repurposing into some really cool things. Right. And, um, you know, we both, we both have kids that play travel sports. You know, we, we understand the money that is generated for places that host sports, any kind of sporting event. If you host it and people come from, it's going to bring tons of money into your community uh, because of that sport. Mm-hmm. Well, Rock Hill has decided 
not only are they going to hold, you know, they one of these big, uh, it was, I think it was the Anderson car factory, which I hadn't didn't even, I'd never even heard of the Anderson car, but it was okay. produced in the twenties, yep. early thirties, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, uh, you know, so they, so they turned this place into, you know, had basketball courts and, and stuff like that, but they, Rock Hill has taken a stance. They're going to be a, uh, kind of like a sports tourism place destination destination so they have three different world championships that they hold there that espn comes for the week or the weekend and 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 videos you know puts on the air okay on one of their 15 different channels they have one is is the bmx they do yeah, I know what BMX is. They do BMX oh, yeah. and roller skating and, and stuff like that. And they have a really cool park and um, uh, a cool park and, and, you know, place for kids to, to do all that stuff and train. And then it's such a nice facility to hold the world championships. Then they also have, I think, the disc golf championships world championships there at rock hill which disc golf is pretty you know it's pretty big in this area and right. stuff i actually work with a guy who's a professional disc golfer um at the post office i mean he's not really high up but he's he's actual professional then in this huge anderson car factory building that has a restaurant in the back they have this place that uh it's a big, huge bar, and you can go, and, and they have cornhole leagues. I mean, everybody knows what cornhole is, right? You play well, I, you know, I, w- I don't <laughs> like game. to admit it, but yes, I know what it is. Okay. Well, they, ha- they have, it's called the uh, American Cornhole League, um, and it's do. a really big, and they have the, they just had the World Championships of Cornhole at Rock Hill in this facility. And they estimated brought in over $10 million to the economy for that week. And I'm just, I just sat back with my daughter and my son-in-law and and Chrissy. And I'm just like, I, and the community where we live is debated for seven years on whether to put in a facility with three basketball courts and six volleyball courts and a full soccer field with a track because they just can't see how it would make it. I'm like, the. it's no wonder our small communities are behind 100 years. Because they just can't, they can't get out of their own way. You know, you get, half the community doesn't even, hasn't even left the county. You know, they don't understand you go out there. I mean, there's a town making $10 million in their economy for cornhole. For cornhole championships. Yeah, but if you've yeah. got the cornhole championship, how many people with their underwear down around their ankles are you going to have in the bathroom? Some people just don't want that. <laughs> you know what? For $10, $10 million in the economy. And that's just one thing. That's just one thing. I mean, imagine what the disc golf brings in and the BMX and stuff. I, I just, I got hand to. They had, you know, they got it. They've really rebuilt that downtown. It looks fantastic. And they're, uh,
do they're doing some great stuff. Uh, doing some great stuff. I just wish more small communities would would figure that out. You know. Yeah, that's but if you, we did that, everybody if out. everybody did that, then those few places wouldn't be special. And then it things would get watered down, and then the next yeah. instead of making ten million next year, they're making five million because they've got one competition, you know, to divided their people up. And then the next year there's two, and they're making two and a half. And the next year, you know, next thing you know, <laughs> I you know I'm not talking about let's let's build a building and hold the cornhole championships, okay? But but uh, at least let's build a facility on par with some of these other facilities that can have basketball, and volleyball, and soccer. Everybody does it. You're a visionary. They just travel somewhere. Well, I'm not a visionary. I just know that the. I just know that they would be profitable. They would bring so tons of business into the community. Tons of it. I mean, you you know what I've done here lately, the last few years, and you should try it. What's that? I expect less, and then I'm not disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Out of my fellow Uh, human being. Listen, especially city managers and government people. <laughs> yes, I I know. And to, and to quote to quote our sometimes super producer Phil, I, I shouldn't ta- tell tales out of class, so I won't about what the, what their count our county commissioners decided they'd rather spend a million dollars on than. What they spend it on? So, Road to bridge, dump truck. Uh, oh, they 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 built a building. That they could hold hold evidence in, even though they had one they for the police bill. department, the sheriff's office, or something. Sheriff's department, yeah. My God, how much evidence they got? They they don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But they had money, and they're like, "Well, we, we, you know, I could see if they wanted to hire a couple of people, but they just finished this road from the sheriff's office that you know, so cut across, and they built this great big building that they could park some vehicles in and." Put some evidence in. It's like, are you serious? That building's not going to make you guys a dime. If you, if the commissioners would have helped kick in that million dollars, because the you town mean, that you could have made ten million dollars and built five of them buildings. Yeah, but that, but they're they don't see it that way. They see it like, well, we got this million, we got to spend it. But that's kind of old. Some people are old school like that, and they're like, well, I I don't want to take a chance. What if I? What if? What if we don't make ten million? But yeah, but what if you what do? What if we build it and they don't come? And they would believe me. I run I run the elementary league around here, and we got probably gonna have a hundred boys and girls, third, fourth, and fifth grade, or four, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade basketball teams playing in it. That that thing will run from December through March, and uh, it'll generate more money than they could even imagine. But they can't. But they don't bother to. Uh, to really well, that's not to, a true really a, a true mark of the of testament because they probably can't imagine very good, which is why they don't want to do it. No, I know that's why they're that's why they're elected officials. <laughs> you know, they want to keep it safe, right? Um, I will tell you what I can't figure out though is why there's toll booths in West Virginia because, yep. well, I'm just telling you. I don't feel like I should pay to drive through that state. I feel like they should pay me because that is, that's white knuckle, man. I can't, that is not fun. Did you ever see the John? I know, you know, you're familiar with Johnny uh, Knoxville and his, his work. Have you ever seen that one? He produced the wonderful whites of West Virginia. 
No, but I but I know Julian who directed it. Okay, that I don't know how he's he he's got to be one of the just just if you got his contact information, reach out to him. He's got to be one of the the toughest men alive. <laughs> now I know he worked on with you all on David's deal, right? Yep. Okay. Between those two things, to, to fight your way through that. <laughs> And it's a, it's a, it's the wonderful whites of West Virginia, and, and especially for our foreign visitors, you know, I mean, our foreign listeners. I guess they can get it on Netflix. I don't know if they Google it up, they can see parts of it on YouTube. Okay. Yes. The wonderful whites of West Virginia. If they want to see what those those living in a holler. Well, what I was going to say, their ancestors that made it. You know, I like to think that the best DNA was able to get out of the Anglo-Saxon European world and get over here, right? Yeah, and survive. And survive. Survive the, the, the ship ride. Yeah, the, ride escape and, the potato famine and, and, and the North Sea and to get over here and to get out and make this nation what it is, right? Well, exactly. unfortunately, something happened in the hills of West Virginia. And my grandmother's from Ingle County, West Virginia, so I feel like I have the ability to talk. There's a reason why she don't live there anymore. I mean, those people, I, I, I was trying to figure out, was it real or is it scripted? Or are those people just that? That was 100% real. That was 100% real. I'm just, I, I just, I, I mean... Uh, you know, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. So after we we'll watch that, I'm gonna probably steer clear West Virginia a while, just because. <laughs> I, just, I, I I will say I will say okay. I haven't. It the, is, the roads are all crooked. Excuse me. I haven't been there in years because the roads are all crooked. Oh, it's terrible. I was out in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's full of tunnels and bad roads, mm-hmm. and I know. West Virginia is even worse. So I've just steered clear the last few years um, just because I don't like crooked roads and, and the tunnels don't bother me, but the crooked roads are just terrible out there. Hey, last last time I went through Pennsylvania, um, they don't even have people working the toll booths. They just take a picture of your uh, and license. And send you a bill. Send you a bill. It was $125 last year. How many times did you go through? We went part of the way going and all the way back coming, okay? Coming back. So it was $24 to go down through and back West Virginia. There are three toll booths. There's 125 to do Pennsylvania. And I remember when I called the lady to dispute it, the year I had my stuff from the year before, it was $26. And, of course, you know, it's this lady who... Doesn't speak very good English. And, oh, you didn't. I figured she'd have a cleft palate. What do you mean? You go back to Ohio. You don't want to pay this money. You stay out there in Ohio, boy. But you come into West Virginia, you're going to pay. <laughs> no, it was the lady for the Pennsylvania Especially toll. Especially big old suburban. You driving that new suburban and you ain't got no money for no toll? Don't lie to me, boy. <laughs> well, the kicker was is that when I called to say, why, why is this so much? And she was, well, tolls went up 20%. I said, honey. It was twenty six dollars to go through the same road last year. I'm not sure what you, how you guys add in Pennsylvania. 
but they ain't 20%. Ain't 20%. So what'd more. she say? Sorry, she I'll go, check into it. No, she goes, well, I, that's all I can tell you. And I was all right, I'll pay it, whatever. But it's... She probably but that, gets a percentage. I don't, she, get, she gets a percentage of what? Yeah. Of, of, of that extra hundred, she just got them. <laughs> Think about that. I know. They can split it with the state. The state gets a half, and these people get a half. That's the only way these state workers don't make any money and, and go out there and hustle. Just pay them a percent, man. Well, the, if you don't even have to work at the toll booth to collect tolls, that's kind of a sham, you know. And what I really couldn't figure out is, is gas was a dollar a gallon cheaper in Ohio and Virginia and North and South Carolina than it was in West Virginia. And West Virginia is the only place charging tolls. Maybe so they, don't, I, they don't want you to. I can't figure it out. But I but we did stop. We've driven past Charleston, West Virginia. I don't know how many times in our life. The big golden dome. It's a state. I think it's the state capital, West Virginia. We decided because it's about the halfway point. We're like, we're going to stop by stop on the way back yesterday on the way home. That's a pretty nice little town. You know, you think it's West Virginia. It's depressed. They talk about, you know, how poor it is. Downtown's most of it's pretty nice and fixed up. They had a nice old train station that is now a farmer's market. Uh, it was really, really nice. So I think they have what. a whole lot. You know, I know the U.S. government has a lot of facilities in West Virginia now. Really? A lot of records. I think the APHIS system there, the automatic fingerprint indexing systems there, the records group is there. And the only thing I can figure out is if the world ever collapses or if if an opposing country ever fights away over here to us, they did that because then, you know, there's some of the people called Appalachistan, that West Virginia, those hills, you know, that the government would collapse into West Virginia and it would be its own like Afghanistan in the hills, you know, let the Chinese come and take it or whoever's coming to collect. I, I Listen, all I do, all I know is when I drive through West Virginia, I'll look up in those, I mean, because John just, Denver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take me home. Country roads. <laughs> um, you I saw look, Lucky, Lucky, uh, what was that show? Lucky, uh, Logan, Logan Lucky? No. Oh, no. my God. Dude, that's but, the best freaking. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but I just look up there and I say, well, if there's anywhere, there's going to be a Bigfoot. It's going to be up there in the hills of West Virginia. The problem is you can't find them because they don't want to be found. Because, well, that's right, that's right. And I and speaking of shows, I did I did finally uh, I finished the old man. Two thumbs up, man. Two I thumbs binge up. watched it the other day. It took me once I got going. It took me a day and a half to watch the whole thing. Yeah, we just got to stretch it out. So, yeah, if anybody's got Hulu and what's a good show to watch, The Old Man, I, I strongly I thought, I thought there was more than one season. I didn't realize it was just one season. I was kind of bummed out. I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen. I mean, I, I kind of figured, kind of figured some of that stuff at the end might be going on, but still, until they said it, I was like, wow. That was, uh, that was pretty good. Plus, I like John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges, great actors. And they, you know, when they're together, it was even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even better. I, uh, mm-hmm. I liked it too. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that, uh, that trip through West Virginia, I just, it's a beautiful, beautiful state. But man, it's just, that's it, just tough. The older I get, that's just, 
the twists and turns and up and down. Well, can't you go some other route? We looked, and every other route adds about three hours onto the trip. Why don't you get an airplane? Just drive down to Columbus, get on an airplane, and get off down there. Yeah, we're thinking that that in future years that might be our. Uh, but I like driving. I mean, I think you probably do too, somewhat. Like I like to see America a little bit. Get out there and, and drive and, and see what's up. Oh, you don't. Road. Well, I mean, some things I like to see, but I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I think I foundered on travel this year because I have, uh, I have. Um, you're all over the place. You're always traveling. Well, I, you know, the last few times I went, like, the State Fair. When I was a kid, I used to love to go to the State Fair. I mean, I always loved the State Fair, but two things. It didn't look near as big, and I don't know. There's just some things I didn't like about going to the fair this year, you know? Maybe I'm showing my age. Maybe I, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, we just, we got to head out to Utah here later in the, uh, Surely you're going to fly to Utah, ain't you? We are, but, you know, we even talked on the way back. I'm like, like, man, how far would that be to drive? It's bad. It's like two days. Yeah, two days. And I thought, man, I missed out. We should have, I should have probably taken the time and driven. We'll just fly to Denver and then drive from Denver. That was what I would say. Yeah, we're, we're flying to Salt Lake City. And yeah, that's not bad. I'll still have to drive three hours to it. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, just don't like, there. I, I just don't like flying. Well, I'm I'm scared. I'm I, I'm not that I'm scared. It's just you know once I'm doing it, I'm fine. But just the thought of it, I'm like, yeah, I just don't really, you know. But to, but I probably uh, put my life in danger about fifty times driving this weekend. You know. Oh, I you're worried down. about the plane crash? I thought you were yeah. worried about just sitting next to all these morons and people <laughs> coughing on you and people just you know just. <laughs> just an average, you know, sitting in line with 150 people to take your shoes off, to, you know, get poked and prodded on and x-rayed on and jacked around on. And that's what I thought. No, 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 no. I just, uh, once you're up there, if you, if you, if it's an unexpected landing, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's ever good. You see Sully. I mean, he handled it. <laughs> Well, well, if Tom Hanks is in the is in the cockpit, you know, I used to fly to Europe a lot. I look out, and most of the time it's cloudy, but when it's not, it's in big old rough, just a gray sheet of waves down there. Really? And sometimes, yeah, because you know it's just ocean, right? It's just ocean. We would take off out of Minneapolis, and you go straight up to Duluth, right up the North Shore to Thunder Bay, Ontario. And you get up north, and in, in a clear day in the evening, the sun off a million pieces of water down there in Canada is like nothing you ever saw. And you know what's weird? Like, even now, this seems like time of year, all suddenly, it doesn't seem like very long. You're out of Minneapolis, and there's snow and ice up there because you, you fly up and then go over. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And... uh the few times that you could see actually see the gray ocean out there, and then you see it white capping from thirty five thousand feet. Now you know when you can see a white cap from thirty five thousand feet, that's a freaking wave. I was gonna say that's you not know, white. You know, I, I always think cap. about I think about all the people. You know, like the um, uh, who was the gal that 
you know, like the Lindberghs of the world or those guys, Earhart, people like that, you know, but there, to me, there's some solace that says, okay, I don't have to worry about it because if something happens on this thing, we're dead. You know, it ain't going to be worried about where we're going to find a place to put down and where we're going to land or whatever, you know, it's over with. So you just relax, you know, see what's on TV and just chill. (laughs) Uh, isn't that like every day anyway right in my life if we crash it's just all no not really I mean I don't know you know metaphorically or literally I've been waiting for the the, the damn economy to crash for the last couple months I've been worried about the I just read uh, I just Mm -hmm. read and they said that that ain't happening they said we just added we just added over 500,000 jobs to the workforce in july and they said that is not the no those are not the numbers that happen when there's a recession said the unemployment is below pre-covid uh so they said that they said it's it's not happening speaking i know this ain't a political show yeah yeah where'd all the workers go you know this is what this is what's funny is is uh so my daughter's a prosecutor okay right. she told me that one of the ladies who's a prosecutor so that means this woman's a lawyer okay went to law school and been practicing and, and working for the state or county or whatever uh-huh. and, and so during covid when they all stayed home she kind of started a side gig because they were home all the time of a uh travel um planner like a like, you know, they got these high-end wedding planners and travel yep. planners. Mm-hmm. She ended up, it was so successful. She has people working under her. She's leaving uh, at the end of the year being a prosecutor. And, and this uh, boutique high-end travel business is what she's going to do. So there's somebody that's, that's leaving a really good-paying job with benefits and, some, and retirement that somebody would have killed the guy to go work from home. And just help people plan trips. And I think that is what a lot of people did when they were faced with trying to figure out how to make money because they couldn't work the jobs that they were used to. And, you know, if you had a choice of going to working in the drive-thru at McDonald's or going to garage sales and flipping stuff on eBay or whatever, what are you going to do? You make the same amount of money, you're going to set your own hours and and not have a boss and, and not have to work Sunday night to close if you don't want to. You know, I, I just think more people decided they were going to work on their own terms and do things that they liked to do and enjoyed doing and figured out that maybe they didn't need as much money as they thought they did. And, I, and it kind of screwed the people who depended on people who wanted to work. 11, you know, the uh, 311 shift at the McDonald's drive-thru, you know? Well, God bless them. I hope that's what the case is. Yeah. I mean, what else is it? I don't know if there can be anything else. I mean, I, I just think people figured out there's more important things than, you know, working they 40 working. hours. Of, yeah. Well, um, not to, but they are working at something they enjoy. I mean, let's be real. If you're making $12 an hour... I think you and I, I think you and I 
could go figure out a way to make 500 bucks a week without a boss if we really had to. They told us, look, go, go figure out how to make 500 bucks a week. Well, we could do it in a heartbeat, I think. Don't you think? I don't. I don't. I'm trying not to think. <laughs> I think we could. I think we could. I think we you could. Know. I think we could figure something out. And I just think that's what happened. Is people are like, okay, I make 500 bucks a week hustling, you know, on my own, whatever it is, you know, making fishing lures out of, uh, you know, uh, empty pot bottles and uh, yeah, cans they pick up on the side of the road. Yeah, and old Christmas ornaments. I'm gonna make fishing lures. I mean, that's whatever. More power to them. That's right. Life's life's too short. So yeah, I knew you'd have answers. Now, why? How come them guys got their pants around their ankles? I don't know. I don't have that answer. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the five hour energy it fits great in a pocket or carry-on and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything now get 20 percent off when you use code 5he travel at 5hourenergy.com expires april 30th one time use only not valid with other discounts remember visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5he travel to save 20 percent